Hi, thank you for listening to OK, OK, So from Sean Barton, our second weekly show brought to you by From the Bunker. And if you like this show but don't like commercials like this one, you can get this show one day earlier and commercial free for just $3 a month at patreon.com slash from the bunker. The $3 include our usual From the Bunker podcast with the additional 10 to 15 minutes after the end tagline and this show commercial free. Now on with OK, OK, So. Hi there, this is Sean Barton with OK. OK, so this is kind of a follow-up to last week's kind of shit show that I experienced. And some of the things that I noticed and that it caused in, in a conversation with a close friend. But mostly it's, uh, it's about stress. Now, I know that there are those that came before who overcame personal and financial loss, incredible hardships, and in, you know, in some cases lived in fear of their, their very own life or even the lives of others. And the friction of making ends meet, the obligations, <laughs> the obligations and of conflicting obligations, the, overwhelm- the uh, overwhelming responsibility of too few hours in the day, of limited energy, of those around you, of people. (laughs) They say hell is other people. And that was surely my experience this past week. In addition to uncertainty, pain, failure, big or small or even perceived uh, loss, and of course the list goes on. These are the obvious and inevitable parts of life, but to suffer because of them, actually being stressed because there is stress, I don't think those are the same things, and I don't think one has to follow the other. I was reminded by a close friend that I could just choose not to be stressed, that I could choose not to feel overwhelmed, feel anxious. Now, my First knee-jerk reaction was to verbally lash out, but after a few moments of deep breaths and a bit of clarity, which I have to say may look to an outsider as if I'm contemplating a homicide or it's perhaps the calm before the storm, but I actually settled myself. I realized that it was up to me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to feel dread. And I certainly don't have to be overwhelmed. I think that life demands that remain active, be participatory to it all. That we are not meant to be onlookers watching from the cheap seat. It demands that we participate in politics, meaning not only of those local and federal level, but the politics of marriage or personal relationships, of work, or even the politics of dancing, the politics of, ooh, feeling good. But I digress. Listen, I think I'm like many others who have thought, you know, because of my past, I deserve a break, a permanent break of some sort, and essentially to not have to put in the work. It's basically saying that things are too hard. I shouldn't have to try so hard anymore. I want to kind of be on cruise control. I want it easy. But 
life right now isn't so. So I'm disconnecting, disengaging. Sounds silly, right? I mean, from a personal point of view, it, 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 it makes sense in all the world, but it's almost infantile, right? As well intended as it may be, it's, it's kind of a feeble loop. It's really not the right mindset. It makes, or at least, it makes us feel special. Maybe to acknowledge that perhaps we think we're different from everyone else due to the challenges we're facing or have faced. And that maybe, you know, just maybe we shouldn't have to show up anymore. You know, ever. I mean, this is all well intended, but that's not life. It's not a life. Now, about this time is when my friend said, do you think, do you really think you, you're the only one who is going through this, has gone through that? Then he followed it up with, what do you think others have done when they're in your shoes or in your circumstances? How do you think they coped? How did you know, they carry on? Trust me when I say I met his questions with excuses, uh, resistance, and a bit of, you know, being pissed off. You know, well, first I was pissed at him and then, you know, towards myself. And it caused he and I to have a longer, deeper conversation. And in the end, if there actually is an end to this trial and error conversation to this life, it caused me to engage, or in, in this case, I guess, re-engage to show up again in a different way, with a better mindset, despite the truth of my difficult, unfair circumstances. I've chosen to show up. I have to. I mean, I have to engage and be present each and every day, kind of a one day at a time thing. I've always been a big proponent of therapy, uh, mentorship, support groups, and such. And I don't mean to give the any of this is easy. What's required, you know, to find some peace, to, you know, find some happy. So I think if you're like me, you know, I'm asking myself some new questions. Questions, you know, like, you know, what's going on in my life that's causing me not to want to show up? Or what do I feel has happened that perhaps is causing me to hold back, to hold off from trying to engage? And what's going on in my life? How can I cope and carry on and find reasons to show up and to find some peace? And again, some joy and a little bit of happy. Now, I'm grateful to have the friends that I have and to be surrounded with the zany, diverse group of hooligans that have embraced me. And listen, I, I, I share this all with you because of the absolute screwed up week that I had me spiraling and stacking negative thought upon another that, that I think that it created the headaches and the upper back kind of neck strain that I'm experiencing now. It's... It's all life. 
and all of this too shall pass. I'll be fine. It's a day-by-day thing, and trust, you know, I'll be fine, and so will you. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon, and I hope you have a stressless week.